Blog Talk Radio. So we're going to see who's running the house. And we really need to know who's running the house there. All right. And we got um, a little something-something from Stormy Daniels for you. Uh, that's going to be a little interesting as well. Uh, yeah, because she she was on 60 Minutes last night, man. And some of the stuff she said, I'll be like, okay, yeah, but. And, yeah, we're going to play a little clip from that and. It's going to be interesting to hear what she has to say, what she had to say, rather. And uh, I'll give you all my take on, on, on that as well. Uh, of course, we have the song of the day. We have the quote of the day. And um, we we just got a, some, a good show plan for you. It's going to be a burner. All right? Now, let me tell you how you can be a part of the show. Just in case you want to sit back and just listen to the show, the easiest way is just call me at 347-838-8622. You can also email me at ericletstalk at gmail.com. And don't forget our chat room is open at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. Now, let me explain something about the chat room. Okay, if by chance you want to go into the chat room, uh, if you go in and just go in as a guest, only thing you read is uh, the conversation that's going on. You won't be able to respond to anything like that. However, if you decide to uh, use a username, you, know, you don't have to pay for anything now. Just use, set up a username, and you can go in the chat room and, and chat it up. Or, heck, even start a conversation if that's what you want to do. And there's no particular um, username that you, you can and can't use. You know, if, if it's available and you name, do it, it's yours, all right? So that's how the, the chat room works. And, yes, I do read what's going on in the chat room. 
And sometimes I actually post little things in the chat room myself. Uh, yeah. So, with all that being said, uh, we also, um, uh, the show's website, which will be um, updated after this show, um, is www.ericletstalk.com. Okay, and we do have some interesting videos and things on, on, on there as well. A little bio of myself and, and uh, co-host. And just a little nickname. And then we do have a contact form on there as well. So if by chance uh, you want to shoot me email or anything, you can always go there and leave a, a comment. Or whether you want to have a, 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 uh, a certain topic to talk about on the show, or just tell me how the show is doing. You know, you enjoy it, you don't enjoy it, we talk too much, we play too much, I mean, you know, whatever. We can always have some fun, okay? So those are all the ways you can uh, participate in the show. And, yes, I do um, to uh, look at all of them, look at all of them when I can. <laughs> Put it that way, when I can. You know, sometimes we get to roll into the show and I just really, really lose track of what's going on.
I mean, why does she have that power? We even go back to 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 to, to Adam and Eve, and all she did was show her nakedness, and Adam ate. See, so what are we really saying? Is your heart that weak? Is your love for her that strong that you go against the very laws of God, that you go against the laws of humanity even? Again, my question is, where are the strong men? The ones who are not afraid to make the the right decisions for his household. And then again, where are the strong women? You know, who don't feel like they're losing anything to allow their husbands to be who God created him to be. Without feeling like, oh, I'm giving up my rights. Oh, I'm, no, you're not giving up your rights. You're in this together. You're supposed to be working this together, unified as one. Not coming to usurp anybody's authority, not coming to be a slave to anybody. If you're walking side by side, then you're equals. You make decisions equally. But the final say-so, according to God's plan, was the man should have the final say-so. So then how do we get so much out of place? That's the question. And why do we fight so hard to stay there? Knowing is not where you should be. You know, I'm just saying. It's just something to think about. Just something to think about. So then, again, the man may be the head of the household, but the woman is the neck, and she can turn the head whichever way she pleases. By Neil Vortigo. That's the quote of the day. All right. Now, that was such a lovely way that you put that. And, you know, I'm sure there's those out there that understood that. Now, I'm going to tell you from... You know, I, I want to keep it real, and, and it's a saying that, that, that men have, and we know it, because so you can say it around the men, and everybody go all over be like, yeah, and it's simple. If mama ain't happy, nobody in the house happy. It's just that mm-hmm. simple. And that's basically what that quote say. Okay? If she ain't happy, you ain't nobody in the house going to be happy, which is an interesting uh, concept in itself, you know, but... <laughs> You know, and it's all out of, uh, uh, it's love, you know, but, you know, men, we, 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 we like to keep our, our women happy, okay, let's be honest, and when she gets mad, we really don't understand, we don't, I'm not saying we don't understand, well, sometimes we don't understand, because you'd be like, what in the world, I, I, I have no idea what I did, or, you know, and let's be admitted, women, sometimes y'all just get mad just to be mad, you know, y'all, it's just that time of month rolled around, and, you're not feeling well, and the wind make you mad. So, you know, we be trying to figure this out. We're not the brightest in the world. I'm going to tell the truth. We ain't the brightest in the world, but we be trying to figure it out, you know. But if it's a talker, you, you're not happy. Nobody in the house happy. You know, it's just you know, it's just the way it rolls like that. But that don't mean, you know, she's the head of the house. But it's just as simple. You know, she has that ability because we as men, we want to make the women happy. We want to keep our the love of our life happy, you know, and smiling and giggling and all that good stuff, you know. Yeah. So basically, that's what that quote said. Mama ain't happy, nobody happy in the house. All right. 
So now y'all heard the, 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 the eloquent way of putting it, and y'all got me saying to get over it. Okay, so <laughs> it is what it is. All right. Um, next up, uh, black history person, go for it, ma'am. I'm shutting up now because I'm shutting up. <laughs> Our Black History President of the Month is Patricia Bass. She was one of the first African Americans to complete a residency in ophthalmology. That is for vision, okay? And the first African American female doctor to receive a medical patent. Um, she invented the laser phaco probe for cataract treatment. That was in 1986. She was born in Harlem, New York, and um, two years after she be, uh, completed her residency in ophthalmology, she became the first female faculty member in the Department of Ophthalmology at UCLA, Jewel Stein Institute. Then in 76, she co-founded the American Institute for the Prevention of Blindness. Everybody has heard of that, but they didn't even know that a black woman co-founded it, which established that eyesight is a basic human right. And then, of course, in 1986, she invented the laser, the laser FACO probe, improving treatment for cataract patients. She then patented the device in 1988 as when she became the first American um, um, female doctor to receive a medical um, patent. So she, from her background in, in New York, she worked, her mother, her parents were, um, her mother was a housewife and a domestic worker, and she saved her, her money for her children's education, and she, Beth was encouraged by her family to pursue academic interests. Her father was a former merchant marine and an occasional newspaper columnist. And he taught his daughter about the wonders of travel and the value of exploring new cultures. It was her mother who piqued her interest in science by buying her her first chemistry set. And as a result of that, um, Bath worked hard on her intellectual pursuits and at the age of 16 became, a, became one of only a few students to attend a cancer research research workshop, which was sponsored by the National Science Foundation. The program head, Dr. Robert Bernard, was so impressed with vast discoveries during the project. Now, mind you, she is only 16 years old at this time, that he incorporated her findings in a scientific paper he presented at a conference. This is research on cancer. And the information, the research that she did at age 16 was published in a scientific newspaper. The publicity surrounding her discoveries earned Bath the Mademoiselle Magazine Merit Award in 1960. Then after graduating from high school in only two years, Bath headed to Hunter College where she earned a bachelor's degree in 64. She then attended Howard University to pursue a medical degree. She graduated with honors for Howard and in 68 accepted an internship at Harlem Hospital shortly afterwards. 
shortly after that, the following year, she began pursuing a fellowship in ophthalmology at Columbia University, and through her studies there, she discovered that African Americans were twice as likely to suffer from blindness than any other patient to which she attended, and eight times more likely to develop glaucoma. Her research led her to her development of a community ophthalmology system, which increased the amount of eye care given to those who were unable to afford treatment. She's a pioneer of, she's also considered to be a pioneer of ophthalmology because in 1973, Patricia Bass became the first American to complete a residency in ophthalmology when she moved to California the following year to work as an assistant professor of surgery at both Charles R. Drew University and the University of California, L.A. In 75, she became the first female faculty member in the Department of Ophthalmology at UCLA's UCI Institute. It was then there in 76 that she co-founded the American Institute for the Prevention of Blindness, which established that eyes is a basic human right. By 83, she had helped create the op ophthalmology residency training program at UCLA Drew, which she also chaired, becoming in addition to other her other first, the first woman in the nation to hold such a position. Now all of this in just a matter of a few years. In 1993, she retired her position at the UCLA Medical Center and became an honorary member of its medical staff. Same year, she was named the Howard University Pioneer in Academic Medicine. And that is Ms. Patricia Bass. All right, that was a bad girl right there. That girl was bad. Yes, I, I'm, I'm telling you, mm-hmm. I need to meet her. I need to go out there and see her and check out. <laughs> yeah, she did a lot. Yeah, she, she did a, a whole lot. lot. Yeah, she did a lot in a matter of so, a few years. Yeah, I'm just saying, still got a whole life to live. Ain't that something? That, that uh, is yes. something else. But, I'm saying, man, golly. And it's, you know, and you know, the good thing about this, uh, it's recent. You know, pretty recent anyway. It's not recent, recent, yeah. but it's pretty recent. Yeah, yeah. it's not you know, 1822 or something like that. It's 
and she answered the questions. And y'all know what we found out? About as much as we already knew. Honestly, there was nothing that was answered or asked that hadn't already heard from either her or, or the lawyers involved and all that good stuff. However, with what came out of her mouth, honestly, to me, didn't make her look that good. And, I, I, I mean, I'm just going to be honest with you. It made her look like a hoe, you know, trying, trying to, to, to get, get a little bit. I'm just saying, that's what it made it sound like to me, <clears throat> you know, because uh, she kept saying, I'm not a, I was not a victim. She also said that she wasn't attracted to him. She was about 27, um, 45 to like 60 or something. And she said, I wasn't attracted to him. But you slept with him anyway. That Really? Really? No. No. You know, that that's kind of like, y'all remember, um, what was that movie with Eddie Murphy in it? With Eartha Kitt. And he thought she was the head, so he would have slept with her, thought he was going to keep his job by sleeping with her, come to find out. But, yeah, it's that kind of thing. Just nasty. <laughs> it's just nasty. I want to say it's not Boomerang. Is it Boomerang? Yes, it was Boomerang. But anyway, um, yeah, so, you know, that was nasty. And, and she said she came on to clear the air and, and uh, stop people from um, talking about her. Basically, what she did is created more conversation uh, about what she did. But I'm, I'm not going to sit here and try to explain, explain it all to you. I'm going to play this little short clip so you can hear her say it out of her own mouth, and then we'll come back and talk about it. I was perfectly fine saying nothing at all. But I'm not okay with being made out to be a liar. Turn around, drop him. You told Donald Trump to turn around and take off his pants? Yes. And did he? Yes. So he turned around and pulled his pants down a little, and you know, he had underwear on and stuff, and, and I just gave him a couple swats. He's like, wow, you, you are special. You remind me of my daughter. You know, uh, he's like, you're smart, beautiful, and a woman to be reckoned with. I like you. Were you physically attracted to him? No. Not at all? No. Did you want to have sex with him? No. But I didn't, I didn't say no. I'm not a victim. I'm not... It was you know. entirely consensual. Oh, yes. Yes. You work in an industry where condom use is, a, is an issue. Did, the, did he use a condom? No. Did you ask him to? No. A guy walked up on me and said to me, leave Trump alone, forget the story. And then he leaned around and looked at my daughter and said, a, a beautiful little girl, it'd be a shame if something happened to her mom. And then he was gone.
there was, you know, snippets from her conversation with Anderson Cooper and also from 60 Minutes last night. And you heard it out of her own mouth. You know, you heard it. She said she didn't want to sleep with him. She wasn't attracted to him. But yet she did. And then to top it off, she let him go in raw dog. Really? I mean, really. Hey, that's for number one, because if I was a woman, I'm telling you. And somebody was to say, oh, you remind me of my daughter. Because ah, we, you know, if y'all know, y'all know that, you know, him and his daughter have a very, has a very, very strange relationship. And for him to say that to her, uh-uh, uh-uh, it's time to roll. It's time to roll, you know. And then the part about a guy just showed up. She was saying uh, she was going to work out, and a guy showed up and told her, you know, leave Trump alone, stop talking about this thing. You know, and he looked around at her daughter and said, you know, it would be a shame if, you know, your daughter had to grow up without a mother or something happened to her mother, something like that. So, you know, that that is what that was about the guy. Um yeah, she said she accepted $130,000 because um, she felt like she had to. She didn't have any other choice. Okay. All right. But she also signed a disclosure saying they didn't do anything. Okay? They didn't do anything. And they only slept together one time. In this instance, it was just one time. She's not like the other girl that said, you know, they had a constant relationship. Just one time. First time she was up in this old hotel room, they slept together. So what y'all think? Hmm? You know, I was, I was willing to give her a pass. And I was like, okay, okay, yeah, I understand. But now, listen to that and listen to what she said, uh, I can't give her a pass on this one. You know, she, she did a, a I, have to, I have to say, she did a whole move. That's what she did. You know, and then it was more about he was offering um. <laughs> he was um, um, offering uh, her to get her a spot on the, the Apprentice, but uh, <laughs> it didn't. It did uh, happen. You know, of course, we know that was his way. His come on line. You know, everybody want to be on the Apprentice. So yeah, I used that to get some booty. You know, of course, when she stopped giving him booty, you know, she didn't get on the Apprentice. Ah, you know how that works too. But yeah, I don't. I, I I really can't give her a pass on this one. I think you know she got what she asked for. Um, you know maybe they did threaten her. Yeah, they still threaten her. Yeah, of course that's what rich rich people do. I mean it, it's not something that is just happening or brand new. That is what rich people do. They threaten you. Yes, we gonna take you to court for twenty million dollars. Every time you talk about it, that's a million dollars more. And most people are like, ah, I ain't got that kind of money. Be with ah, I just stop, and then they leave you alone. But in this instance, she want to keep going. So, but the bottom line is, hey, she did a whole move. <laughs> she did what she was already uh, uh, do getting paid to do anyway. So, but she did get paid. Ah, that's all I got to say about it. P, what you think about it? You heard it too. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that. That's basically what what it sounded like. 
you know, she was just doing her job <laughs> that she was used to doing, just being her. You know, so she saw something she wanted or not wanted, which I don't understand that 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 point right there. You know, no, I didn't want to, but I did it anyway. Okay, if there was no pressure, then what is it that you want now? See, that's that's my thing. You say you just want to get your story out there. Okay, your story is out there. You know, so now what do you want? You had a gag order that you wasn't going to talk about what happened between y'all, which you say you wasn't a victim, it was consensual. Okay, this is what you did. This is what you got. So that should have been the end of it. But, you know, we see, you know, that that's totally not the case. So you, you, you have to think, what are you really, you know, let's be honest, what are you really after? Mm-hmm. What were you really after that you take this time now to want to bring all this stuff up? Why is it because he's president? <laughs> yeah, that 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 that's the that's that's the only thing that I can see is because now he's the president, you know, and 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 maybe the first amount of money that you got, you know, is gone away. So now you trying to, you know, capitalize on some more. And he's like, I'm not giving you nothing else. Do what you do what you do. You know, that's interesting because she she actually says, you know, she's making a lot of money now, you know, making appearances and, and things like that. So she's getting paid. One way so she, that's she right, right. Yeah, she's still getting paid. And, 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 and to be honest, pretty much that seems like what it really was all about, that what mm-hmm. about all this is about in, in bringing these things out now at this time. Yeah. So, No, I mean, really don't. No, really don't. With as much as going on, 
between firing his everybody in his cabinet that he does that he doesn't like so forth and so on, uh, it don't really matter. But hold on, I think we got her back. Okay, you Hi. Yeah, the call right. just dropped. Yeah, it just dropped. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> yeah, how are you doing? So, I'm doing yeah, well. there's two issues with the Stormy Daniels from what I was listening to at the news. And one is that um, whether or not he, uh, she was paid off from campaign funds, contributions was legal. And secondly, um, that she was allegedly um, felt compelled to sign that contract because there was a veiled threat to her daughter's life, which would also be illegal. And I think um, she feels more comfortable coming out now um, because he has had other allegations against him. Um, which verge on, you know, sexual assault and that kind of thing. And um, it's just like with Bill Cosby. Once, you know, things start coming out, um, the women started coming out about his allegations and others felt more comfortable to do so. And I think she feels probably more safe at this point because he is the president. And if something should happen to her or her daughter, it would definitely point to him. So, um, which would not be a, a good look in terms of, so I think it's, you know, uh, and then, and then lastly, she is a businesswoman. And so, um, like Donald Trump, he's in the business of making money. Um, and maybe his, some of his business strategies, not everybody would agree with, but he understands uh, people's desire to capitalize and make money off of situations they did good, bad, or indifferent. Hmm. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Miss Lady, for that. You made some good points. However, I think uh, I don't know. I, I, you know, and you said like Bill Cosby, and no, you can't compare this to Bill Cosby's um, situation. Okay, because Bill Cosby's situation was nothing but a straight up witch hunt. That's all it was. Because they did want him by NBC. That, that's what that was. As far as 45, hey, she's just another one that, that came forward. She could get her time, her five minutes of fame, 15 minutes of fame on regular television. And, you know, everybody's going to be like, okay, she's just another one and just keep moving on. Now, I mean, let's be honest. All these other ones have come forward, and what happened? Nothing. Nothing at all. You know, so why she would she respect anything different? You know, honestly, she may have, I, I don't know. I don't know. She says she wanted to come out, so she stopped telling lies, but she, I think she came out and made herself look worse. She just left it alone and kept going. All right, so that's what we got on that one. Hey, any last thing you want to say before we roll on? You know, we got to get to this, this other one here. No, huh? no, no, I don't have anything. Okay. All right, so. <laughs> All right, y'all, here it is. Who's running your house? You know, now, before we get into the, all this technicality and all this good stuff, yes, we know they are single mothers 
in the house and taking care of children, just like we know they are single parents, I mean, single men doing the same thing. Let's get that on out the way so nobody, you know, all right. All right, 17.2 million people live with only their mother. 33.03 million live with only their father, okay? 50.7 million people live with two parents, okay? Now, and the reason why I'm giving you these stats because sometimes, you know, we get caught up in, 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 well, you know, a lot of them just single parents, so they don't have nobody else to help, and da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. You know, yes, we know this. We know this. And most of the, most of the time, it's in the inner city where this is happening. But, same breath, there are homes out there with both parents. Okay, both parents. Now, this didn't specify whether it was male, female, male, male, female, female. And I don't even know if I want to get into that. I, 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 <laughs> I, 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 I don't even know if we'll get into that because that's, that's a, a horse of a different color right there. That's just different. So let's just stay on the heterosexual side of the, of the, of the table today. All right? And no... Somebody out there is going to say, no, I am not homophobic. I'm just telling you we're going to stay on one side of the table tonight, okay, today, okay? So you get it right. Get it right. All right, so um, who's running the house? Because uh, we know the Bible says that the man is in the house. Do you have that, um, you got that, um, that verse where, where you find that at? Yeah, give me a second. Okay. Give me a anyway, second. Anyway, we know what the Bible says. Okay, we know what the Bible says, right? Okay. Uh, so what has happened? What has happened? And we know back in the, even when I was growing up, I will put it this way. When I was growing up, nobody in the house could eat until daddy ate. Just that simple. I don't care if he came home, you know, Later than normal, nobody in the house ate till he ate because that was the rule. You know, and I watched many times and my mom sit there and have conversations about things. When he said whatever the final thing he said, that's what is what happened. And I know a lot of us grew up that way. And there's a lot of older women now that still run their household that way. The man is the final decision. However, you know, when 1970s, when feminism started kicking in, you know, there, there began to be a little change to that. You know, and now if you take a look at what's happening now, it, it, it has completely gone away. Who's running the house now? It seems as though more women are running the house than, than the men. you got a thing called a house husband now. Who the heck is a house husband when he stay home and take care of the house and the kids? Why she go out there and make all the money? Really? And, and that's that's where we are now, right? You know, and something that bothers me is, is you know, and to this day I'm just, I'm still this way. You know, is me and my lady going somewhere? Okay, I'm driving. Sorry, I'm driving. I'm driving my car. You know, just by some reason we taking her car. Then I'm driving her car. And she be sitting in the passenger seat. But today, I look around, man, you see 
see the women driving and the dudes all laid back in the seat like they they pimping us up. Really? 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 And you know, the other thing I, I really don't like about that is the young ladies allow it to happen. They are allowing it to happen. You know, it's like, whatever, you know, that's my boo. Now, I, I drive him around. No, you need to make him stand up and be a man. Make him do what he's supposed to do. He was put on his earth to do, which was to provide for you. That's what you were doing. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> yes, I know more women, most women make more money than their husbands. Okay. So is, is that is that the standard uh, that we, we base um, who runs the household on, who makes the most money? Is that the standard that we use? Uh, is that it? And if so, why? Why are we why are we doing that? No, I, I'm sorry. Like I said, I'm old school and and uh, the man should be you know, it, I see a woman out here cutting the grass. If a husband is handicapped or, or disabled, I understand, but you know, why? She shouldn't be able to cut the grass if she got an able bodied man in the house. Nothing wrong with him. He's sitting there playing playing a dang on video game. No, no. <laughs> he should have his behind out there cutting the grass. So that is his role. It's backwards today, y'all. It's backwards, and we allow it. We allow it to happen. A lot of a lot of us actually. Uh, uh, teach our kids to, to do that now. You know, mom, girl, baby, baby, let me tell you something. You don't need a man, okay? You don't need a man to do anything for you. You can do anything you want to. Hmm. And they grow up with that same mentality, that same mentality. And then you wonder why they can't keep a relationship going. Huh? Interesting, isn't it? I mean, we, we <laughs> very interesting. Now, you know, don't get it, don't get it twisted. Now, it's not all the women's fault, you know, because uh, as I mentioned, some of these guys they just sorry as heck. They just sorry. Now, is they are they sorry because they just want to be, or are they sorry because they just don't know any better? And honestly, I think they just don't know any better. Well, a lot of them, because they get caught up in watching uh, Jay-Z and and uh, all them, them clowns right there, you know, and they love videos doing their thing, you know, like, yeah, no. That's not how the real world is supposed to work, you know. And have y'all noticed the women, and me and Pete was talking about this yesterday, y'all ever noticed how the, the women are becoming more masculine and the young young men are becoming more feminine now? Have y'all noticed that? Isn't that a, a, a crazy thing? And you think about that, what we're talking about today, and it kind of rolls right into one big meat package, doesn't it? But anyway, you know, I, I, I put up um, this article says um, several reasons why women lose respect for men. Okay? And here's one of the most interesting, and I, I just had to get to this because I'm like, wow. Because it shows, it says some interesting things. Number one, 
being bossy around her, but submissive around other men. Y'all got that? At home, he want to bust boss you around. But when he get around his buddy, then he's silent as a mouse. Little tail tucked between his legs. Yeah, she gonna lose. She gonna lose respect for you. Oh, now it says most, not all women are naturally more submissive than men. And when in relationship with a man, most women want the man to wear the pants and be the leader of the relationship. Being the leader doesn't mean bossing her around like she is some sort of servant or employee. Instead, it means you are the one who takes on the responsibility of being the leader, especially when times get tough or when you face a challenging situation. Okay? Now, that, that's an interesting, interesting little um, thing right there. Being the leader, you know, you know uh, um, when you're in the house, you know, it, it should, as you mature, you know, you naturally become a leader in your house because you are the head of the house. Um you know, what what happens a lot of times is I think, you know, we get into this well, you know, we just got to compromise and we're gonna do everything together and the woman's like, No, 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 no. That's not what I want. That's not what I want. I want you to make the decision. You know, men, men, have you ever done I know y'all done this before, because it has happened to me. You come home, you know, your wife tired, you tired, so you say, Baby, let's go out and get something to eat. She said, okay. And you say, where do you want to go? And what does she say? I don't know what she said. I don't know. Wherever you want to go. Right? Right? So what does that tell you? That's telling you right there. She wants you to make the decision. You take the lead. You go ahead and say, okay, we're going to Joe's Crab Shack. And that's it. Y'all roll out to Joe's Crab Shack. Get the raging cages. With extra season. <laughs> but that's that's what she wants you to do. She wants you to lead. But a lot of times the guys, some guys stand there and go, Well, I don't know either. What you want? Come on, make your decision. No. No. She, when she puts the ball in your court, you take it and run with it. You dunk it, you kick it through the goal, you hit it, whatever you want to do. Make the decision. Go for it. Because that's what she wants you to do. You know? Um, <laughs> uh, number one went on to say, why do women prefer that? It allows them to relax into being a woman instead of being forced to act like the man in the relationship. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> huh? Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. Here, here it is. First Corinthians eleven and three. But I would have you know that the head of every man is Christ, and the head of the woman is the man, and the head of Christ is God. Genesis three and sixteen. Unto the woman he says, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception. In sorrow thou shalt bring forth children. And thou desirest to be to thy husband, and he shall rule over thee. Okay, so there it is right there. There it is. Now, I know somebody out there listening. See, see, that's what I'm talking about. He's not going to be ruling over me. No, no, no. I'm not having that ruling crap. 
just, ah! You know? But it shouldn't be that way. He's not ruling on you, but the Lord is telling you that what he's saying is he is the head. Okay? He is the head. You know, right? It's just that simple. Um, Number two, being suspicious and protective. <laughs> Basically being jealous. You know, always accusing her of going, you know. And here's a good example. Here's a good example. Uh, 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 you got a, a wife and, and, you know, she's into the church and she does a lot of work around the church. You know, so she's gone all the time at church. You know, and you, she come home, first thing you say, you should spend a whole lot of time at that church. Who you over there sleeping with? Huh? Who you over there with? And what end are you over there with? Right? I mean, there's some of them out there. Yes, there are some. I, I'm not going to say what they are. There's some punk men out there, okay, that's insecure. And women don't like that. They don't. Um, they said it's fine to be a bit, bit protective of your woman to show that you care. However, if you are overly suspicious or protective due to insecurity, i.e., you worry that she would cheat on you, it will cause her to lose respect for you. A woman wants to know that you care about her, love her, and want her in your life, but that you would also be absolutely fine without her. She doesn't want to feel as though you need her for your emotional stability and that she has to be stick. She has to stick with you because you're afraid of losing her. All right. Now, y'all don't believe me. Y'all don't believe me. My co-host is a woman, okay? My co-host is a woman. So, I, I I know, P, I'm sorry, but I can't let you go like that. Come on. Come on. Get in here with me. <laughs> get in here with me. Get in here with me. Because, you know, right now they hear from my side, my point of view, my side of the house. You know, but you being a, a woman, you know, you, you can explain a little bit more than I can, a little bit better from the woman's perspective, if you know what I mean. And for those out there listening, if you want to call in and give your perspective on what we're talking about, come on. Lines are open, 347-838-8622. We want, I want to know what you're thinking out there. Who's running your household? You know, how do you, you know, what's going on with you? You know, you one of the ones who ride and let, let the guy lead the seat all the way back like he in the back seat and you driving, you know, after a long day of work and you've been sitting home playing Nintendo or whatever. I mean, I'm not, that's a, you ain't even making in Nintendo anymore. I mean, Xbox, that's what the new one is, Xbox. You know, or you got to come home, you got to cut the grass because he in the house, he don't want to feel like cutting the grass. I'm just asking. I'm just asking. You know, talk to me. Talk to me. And if you are uh, uh, the leader in your home, why? Why? I mean, there may be some issues, some points and things I may be missing here. So I, I want to know. So we want to know. So call in 347 you were saying from your um, little article, you know, about and basically all of those points that you that you were making, women just hate weak men, you know. If we're in a relationship and I always got to be fighting your battles, hey, that ain't no relationship. You know, that's when, like when you have a little brother, a little sister, you know, on school ground and somebody's bullying you, you always got to run to their protection. 
You know, pretty soon you you get sick of that, and you teach them how to fight. Listen, you got to stand up for yourself. You got to learn how to fight. But it, he, how do you teach a man to fight if, if that's what he, he if, if that's not what he is? How do you teach a man to be a man? Because that's really what you're saying. You know, and no woman wants that. I mean, really. <laughs> you know, and I think that is the reason a lot of times. Um, Women, you know, do choose to just be by themselves because if they, you know, if they got to go bake the cake and eat it too, what do I need you for? You know, so, you know, you know, you just have to understand if you're going to be a man, be a man. I don't want to have to shoulder all of this burden of the household, the finances, the children, you know, the upkeep. And, and and all of that, and you come in and uh, kiss me on my cheek and say, oh, thank you, baby, you did a good job, and you go you go shower and go to bed. No, nah, hell no, nah, we ain't doing that. We we not we not gonna do that because some of these decisions you finna make, you know, and I'm I'm not finna have all that mental stress, you know, emotional stress because all of this is going on, and you say, well, can you do this? Simply because. You don't like conflict, or you don't want to stand up and confront anybody. You're supposed to be my protector. I'm not supposed to be yours. It's just backwards, you know. But there are some there are some people who feel like it, you know. And and I have been in that position, and I have done that before. But it's not where you desire. If you really be honest, and that's the problem. A lot of people don't want to be honest with themselves. It's not a place that they really desire to be because it's an overwhelming job. And we really be honest. Yes, can we do it? Yes, absolutely. Well, we have to. But it is an overwhelming job. And when you got somebody else there with you, it's not a job that you want to keep. You, I mean, for the most part, you you happy to give it up. You know, I don't see why 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 you wouldn't be. You know. So you know, and and I'm and, and 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 I'm you know I'm I'm just talking about me. I don't know about other women out there because I've been on both sides of the coin, you know. So you know, however they feel or however you feel or for whatever reason, the bottom line is still the man is the head of the household. The man needs to stand up and be a man. And you can't decide that you're going to be a man just by telling you or uh, quoting scriptures, you know. Ask your wife, say, oh, you're supposed to obey me. You're supposed to do what I tell you to do. No, that, that, it don't work like that. It don't work like that, okay? Okay? Because some of these, you know, even maybe I Exactly. But you're not being the provider that you're, you're supposed to be. You're not loving her as Christ loved the church and died and died and died for you. You're not willing to die for her. And that doesn't necessarily mean a physical death. It means that die to the things that you want to have. That if those kids need school clothes, coat, shoes, and all of that, and you want a new video game, them kids going to get what they need before you get that video game. You ain't going to tell her, oh, well, babe, you know, you got to work that out. Okay, I'm going to work something out real quick in a hurry. And you about to need the ER when I'm done working it out. See, because you're supposed you're supposed to you're supposed to be the provider. You know, you see what the need is. You know, so so there has to be some compromise 
here. Your family shouldn't have to suffer, and you're the only one living life. You're not a leader, and I'm not going to obey you. You can't just dictate to me. I'm not your slave. You're not going to just dictate to me what I can and what I cannot do. You're not going to dictate to me when I can and when I cannot speak. Who the hell are you? See, so they, they take that verse and they run with that and wield it. And this is why a lot of times women do not respect men in the relationship because some men, I didn't say all, go too doggone far. And they utilize, you know, they utilize the scripture, they utilize the Bible to justify their error. They utilize the word of God to justify their error And because people don't study And people don't search And people don't pray and ask God for discernment They run with that foolishness He never called you to be a slave He said he was your head Not your slave master Hmm. See, there ought to be some, some, some harmony in there where you are able to work together to build your household, to multiply and increase, and at the same time honor God in that. God God is not honored when the relationship is unjust and unfair. And still at the end of the day, you still going to have to answer for that. You're still going to have to answer for how you treated God, for whether you like it or not, whether you agree with me, or not. You cannot use his word as a weapon of power to subdue somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, as I said, I've been on both sides of the coin, and you know, we we you know, I just wanted to the, to put that out there because these types of things do still exist. You know, mm-hmm. and this is this is part of the reason why this is part of the reason why women feel like they feel. You know, and and why they're so headstrong and bodacious and domineering in relationships. That's one of the reasons. That's one of the reasons. Good Lord, I think that's enough. Good Lord, so <laughs> Lord, I'm gonna tell you like this. I'm the head of the household. I'm the head of the house. I'm the head of you. And if you don't like it, I'm gonna take this Bible, beat you upside your head with it, and you gonna like it. Why, what is this, um, 
totally independent type of train train of thought. You know, yeah. Because it's been for for the most part for most women. They've been pushed in a position that they should not have been, whether it's from divorce, whether it's single parenthood, whether it's having kids out of wedlock, you know, or whatever. They've been they've been forced to become the head. They've been forced even some from birth because of the mentality of the parents that they have. You know, they'll work their daughters to death and tell them, oh, you got to be a good housewife. You got to do this. You got to know how to cook. You got to know how to clean. You know, you got to know how to do all this stuff because ain't no man going to take care of you. You got to know how to do, you know, and they teach their daughters all this. And while their son sit there, oh, my son ain't going to wash no dishes. Oh, my son ain't going to clean no house. He ain't no woman, you know, and he get a pass, you know, and, and, and then those children go up and bring that same mentality into their marriages and into their relationships, see? And so most women get to the point because they've been so subdued under that growing up, I ain't cleaning up nothing, I ain't doing nothing, ain't no man finna tell me nothing, I can have my own stuff and I can run it the way I want to run it. I don't need you, see? They, 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 have, that, they have that mentality. It ain't the mentality, oh, I can do bad by myself. Oh, I can do it. It's not that. It's that, that I can do it all by myself. You know, I don't really need you. Because you're not going to come in here and tell me how to run my household. You're not going to come in here and tell me what to do. See, and, 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 and in some relationships, you know, women make that known from the beginning. Look, this is how I am. This is what I like it. This is what I'm doing. If you can't agree with that, then step. So off of rip, they letting you know, hey, don't come in here with that power play mess because it's not finna go, you know. And and weaker men, you know, okay, well, fine. They just trying to have a place to lay or have a place to stay or have a piece of kale or whatever. You know, they go for that for a season, and then they, you know, they move on. Well, if she feels that way, why is she even letting him do that then? Let, let let him do what? Just let him come in. Let him come in and parlay, parlay. You know while she do all the work. Cause some people some people feel some people feel. I guess some people feel like they just gotta have a man. They don't gotta be a good man. They just gotta be a man. You know for whatever reason, satisfy their flesh or whatever. And after that, they really don't. Long as that person is around, okay, fine. Most of the time, those women are broken. They've been in bad relationships, you know, or or their self-esteem is low, their confidence is low, and they just accept whatever. They don't like conflict. Are not willing to not willing to to wait for the man that God will send to them. He said, a man who finds a wife finds a good thing. Not a woman out there looking for a man, but a man who finds a wife finds a good thing. See, but nobody's taking the time, the men or the women, to prepare themselves to be that which God has called us to be, to be that good thing, to be that provider, because they don't want accountability and they don't want the responsibility that comes along with that. Because, number one, you got to have character. You have to understand that you just don't get to do 
um, what it is you want to do. You're going to have to make some sacrifices. You're going to have to make, you're going to have to be able to put that which God has blessed you with above everything else and treat it the way that he desires it to be treated, him or her. Hmm. But everybody's so engrossed with me, 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 what I want and how I see it. Nobody takes the time to seek God, you know, to truly seek God's will for their life. And they just go and get, you know, Sarah, Joe, Mary, Bob, Sally, so, so you know, anybody who's willing and say, oh, yeah, this is my wife. Oh, yeah, that's my husband. I'm going to marry them. Or somebody said, somebody said, that's a good man. So you go trying to jump and get that man, which you shouldn't be anyway, because it said a man who finds a wife, not a a, a, a a woman who finds a husband. But, you know, hey, this society with all this Match.com and all of this, you know, hey, hey, hey it's a crap. <laughs> <laughs> got married 
And then, you know, her husband would bring her flowers, would run her bath water, you know, treat her like a wife should be treated. And her first response was, why are you doing all this for me? Okay, who are you cheating with? Who are you seeing at your office? What's really going on? And he was like, you know, he was like, nobody, none of that. None of that is going on. But she was so used to being accustomed to that what, you know, happening to her that, you know, you go cheat and then you bring me flowers or you cook me dinner. You, but the man was just showing her, this is how much I love you. This, you are my queen. I'm going to treat you like a queen. You know, and not only right. that, you know, constantly pray for her and with her that all those demons from her past would be removed and she would be able to see the man of God that God had placed in her life. You know, mm-hmm. it didn't right. get mad and say, I'm sick of you accusing me or whatever, but had the patience to stay for God where he knew God had placed him. Now, 20-some years later, hey, they still married. You know, and I, I, I keep hearing you mention God, and and, and I think, uh, is it, I'm going to ask you question, is it, uh, a little bit because this new generation, let's be honest, a lot of them are, you know, turning away, quote unquote, from God in their terminology anyway. So can it be that maybe that's, that's a little bit of it, of, of what's happening? I think so. I think so. I think that's a great portion of it because so many. Um, um, new ideologies and new theologies are are out there now that explains away God, that explains away right. a divine entity, you know, and and even to the point where you know um, some say that they themselves are God, <laughs> you know. So, um, <laughs> you know, so, um, um. When I, you know, when I, when I look at that, it, you know, I personally don't believe that. I mean, but to each his own. I'm not, you know, coming against what anybody else believes or what they say because that's their own personal choice. Because at the end of the day, right. it is a choice. But I know that there's something greater than me. You know, just for the trials of my life. You know, that has kept me. I didn't do all this by myself because when I wasn't able to, God intervened. You know, I had no power to to heal myself when I'm passed out in a hospital bed. I don't have any power to do that. But the prayers that went before, the words that were spoken over my life, his word that that he has given us, you know, Psalms 107 and 20, I shall live and not die, you know, and declare the works of the Lord. You know, he sent his word and he healed them and delivered them from all of their destruction. See? So... You know, just just in that, just in knowing that, you know, that in and of myself, I am unable to do anything except depend on his word, his spirit, and that which God has spoken over my life. And I see it manifest in my life. Now, there are other ideologies and other theologies, you know, that people believe. But in let's just talk now 
about, you know, Christianity because that's that that's the big thing these days. Everybody is fleeing because they say it's fake, people are lying. But in in, in every segment and every religion we we see fallacies, we see faults. See? But the thing about Christianity is simply this right here. People not living what they're preaching and then try to justify their sin with the same word that they told you not to do. That's the sin. In in one word, it's the hypocrisy of it all. See, and and that's the main and that's the main reason people turn away. That's the main reason mm-hmm. people turn their back. You know, because you're telling me not to do something, or you telling me to do something that you don't even do yourself. So why I know. would I want to be a part of this? Mhm. I know. Tell me not to drink, but you beat me up to the to the liquor store. Uh huh. You know, you buy some wine. Sure you are. Okay, Rev. <laughs> anyway, okay. You know, you you went deep there, um, Pete. You went you went really deep. You know, you did. And, and and what you said is quite true. Quite true. You know, you don't have to be lonely at farmersonly.com. You know, yeah, and it makes it. Like yeah, I think. <laughs> uh, and by the way, some of these But anyway. Um, you know, and I think a lot of it has to do with, um, and now we have to talk about the single parent household because a lot of it has to do with how young men are being raised and brought up. If there's no positive male in the house to show them that they are the head of the house, then they grow up confused. That's my take on it anyway. They grow up confused because they have no one, they don't have anyone to set that example, you know, and I'm gonna use I'm gonna use um, Cuz as an example. Yeah, Cuz, I'm gonna talk about you. You know, I think Cuz, you know, he he had his son and his nephew. They be out there mudding and, and, and carrying on, and you know, they they teaching them what they need to be doing as men, and, and and that's a good that's a good example right here. Then you have <clears throat> uh, say Shaniqua over there, you know, and she she has no idea. Of course, Shaniko can't, can't teach him how to be. And I'll say this all the time. See, mother can't teach him how to be a man. Let's talk about lead a household. You know, but all the, the, the men in the, behind bars, you know, or gone somewhere, just rolled out. So you have this woman trying to raise this young man, and he, he, he's not getting taught naturally, if you understand what I'm saying. He's not being taught naturally how to be the leader of his household. You know, so when he become gets that age, he will understand it, and that, I think that's where a lot of the issues went into at, at the same time. You know, um, and, and you know, you mentioned the, the Bible, and it was this other what is this uh, article by Jane Jude Jory Micah. You know, she's an advocate, writer, and preacher. And it, see, and, and I think this is another reason why a lot of people be like, man, you can't trust what they say in the Bible, because what she's saying is, um, what is it? Um, before sin entered the story, both the man and woman were created in the image of God. They were intrinsic, intrinsically equal. 
and both the man and woman were given the procreation and domination mandates. They were functionally equal. If God's original marriage design included the husband having a measure of authority, being a spirit to cover, or the designated leader over his wife, God never mentions it in the creation story. You see? Now, at, at, at the beginning of this, this, this topic here, we gave, you know, some, some scriptures that said just what, you know, the man is. But if they read this, you know, and now they got a decision to make. Who's right and who's wrong? You see what I'm saying? Which means uh, uh, that that does cause a little controversy in, in, in a household. It really does. You know, I, I know a lot of women get married, and if you're using the old vows, you know, where it says to honor and obey, a lot of women won't say that. They have that taken out of the vows because they're like, uh-uh, no. See? And, 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 and are, are they right or are they wrong? You know, what, when, when you got married, Pete, did you, have, did you use those, those words or you had them taken out as well? No, I no, them the ones we use. We use the traditional stuff. Yeah. Okay. We didn't we didn't we didn't we didn't, um we didn't we didn't have anything um we we didn't have anything um taken out because you know, I mean either either you are gonna do it or either you're gonna honor your vows or are you not. Either you have respect for that person that you that you're marrying and understand what it is, the covenant because marriage is a covenant, and and I think that's the biggest problem today that people don't understand that this is a a a covenant with God. You know, mar- marriage is a covenant. You know, and so when you make it what you want to make it, then you essentially take Him out of the midst of it, so it can be whatever you want it to be. But if you you know mm. if you truly love that person and have respect for that person and you really know that person, then you're gonna know that they're not going to cause you to, to to compromise your integrity or to tell you to do anything that is against your principles. But do we, t- the question then again is, do we take the time to know people before we just jump in the bed or decide to marry them? See, marriage is more than just about love. It's, it's, it's about purpose. You know, it's, a, it's, it's about destiny. You know, for the long time. What you mean marriage is more, more than just love? You mean I, if I'm in love, I can't just marry somebody because I'm in love with them? I got to have a mm-hmm. purpose behind it? Really? Okay, let me, okay, let me ask you Let me ask you something. You love your car, right? Because it, it really. takes you where you, where you, where you want to go when you need to go. Where you love it when yeah. you're working right. I appreciate it, but I don't love my car, yeah. Because it takes me where I want to go, yeah. Exactly, as long as it's doing what you want it to do That's how most relationships are When you say you love somebody When you essentially say you love somebody You you love somebody because of what they do for you Or what they give to you You haven't lived with that person You haven't really gone through any trials or anything Really with that person Until you actually live with them And trials come up And every day Things come up, and you have to essentially work through those things with them. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, really? See? See, so when the hard times come, okay, all right, uh-huh. you, say you, appreciate, you say you appreciate your car. 
All right, what what about when it broke down and you can't get to where you need to get to? Or it just oh, stopped okay. running and, and or when it stopped running and, and you can't get it fixed, so what are you gonna do? You're gonna trade it in for something better, right? Trade it in for something that is functional and it's gonna do what you need it to do, right? Yeah. Right. But I can't fix all Right, yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. So you're gonna trade it in and get something that better that's gonna work, right? You know what that's called in marriage? Divorce. Divorce? <laughs> divorce? I figured that much out. Yeah. Uh, you Literally, he did. You know, you don't have to run the 
know, once you start hitting on your partner, uh, yeah, all respect is gone. Uh, honestly, all respect is gone. You know, yeah, you done lost your juice. Really have, you know, because leading by fear is not leading at all. It's not. It's not. There's there's no way you can achieve anything like that by putting your hands on anybody. Now, I'm not saying do not protect or defend yourself. Okay, now, that's not what I'm saying. But if you want those knuckleheads out there that just feel like you got to hit on um, the, the opposite sex or, or your mate, yeah, you got an issue, man. But, you know, I'm not saying don't defend yourself, okay? Because I have a rule myself about that. You know, I may give you about maybe two, two lists. You know, but after that, you deserve to get what you go get. I'm going to give it to you. You know, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. So, you know, don't be doing that. And, <laughs> and also, um, you know, number four says whining like a victim. And we done heard that man, the man holding me down. I can't do this and I can't do that. No, get off your sorry behind. The man ain't got nothing to do with it, okay? He has nothing to do with it. The only man holding you down is the one you're supposed to be. That goes back to number three, reaching your potential as a man. You know, but you're not reaching it because you want to act like a victim. Everything is somebody else's fault. No, it is not. It is not at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's not. You know? And you know what? <laughs> Look, I, I just got a, I got a message, right? And, and, it, 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 and it's from a, a lady, a young lady, you know? And it, it's interesting because she said, well, I'm still waiting on my king, but I will not let a fool lead me. See what I'm saying? That's right. Y'all yeah, heard that, right? That's I right.
see how much patience you got. <laughs> that's a bad thing to say, isn't it? But that's the truth. That's the truth. Go ahead, Pete. I'm, I'm going to shut it down for a minute. Go ahead. Um, you know, yeah, she had a valid point, you know, and she's right. You don't let no fool lead you. <laughs> I mean, where the hell is he going to lead you? He has no discernment in his life, so what can he do for your life? And, and, and you know, like you said, she does. She does. Um, that That is the right attitude. And, and, and unfortunately, you know, we have to understand that. And 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 just really, you know, <laughs> it's funny. Just just really know what's what's in that cracker jack box. It's all dressed up and pretty, but what's really in it, you know? So mm. yeah, yeah. Mm. Cause that might that might not be the prize you suspect, you know? So hey, mm-hmm. you know and. You know, I think another another problem is everybody wants to give up too fast. You know what I mean? You just want to give up too fast sometimes. Yeah, that's the first, true. The first, yeah, the first sign of trouble, you out of there. I ain't sticking around for this crap. I, 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 you know? And believe it or not, kids see that. Kids are paying attention. So as they grow up and enter into relationships, that's that they think it's all right to do. You know, they, they, hey, I ain't got to do much. If something get wrong, I just roll out. And nobody yeah, that's what they do. Right? Exactly. Because that's what they, I said, I said all the time, kids imitate the grown-ups. You know, they do. So sometimes, you know, I, I ask my child all the time, so, what do you think? You're like, what do you mean, Dad? What do you think? Right there. Seven reasons. 
<laughs> I, I like that part, always letting her win. You know, and men, we know women, sometimes women, they do start they do start commercials. <laughs> they start commercials, men. Uh, we do know sometimes women, y'all like to start, you know, y'all like to do that, that uh, what you call it, that um, start argument just because, just because, like I mentioned before, you know, be that time of the month, your stomach hurts, so you don't feel good, everybody going to feel good, you know, or sometimes they, yeah, women start them, why? Just to see what reaction they get out of their mate. It, it's done. I've heard women say they do it, you know, and, you know, after a while, I'm, I'm going to tell you why, why, why sometimes men just let them win, let women win, win, because a lot of times we be like, man, I don't know what she's talking about, I don't know what happened, okay, whatever she wants to keep her happy, see, we go back to the quote of the day, hey, if mama ain't happy, nobody in the house happy at all, so, okay, let's bring peace back into the house, you win, what you need, baby? What, what what can I do? You know, um, yeah, it happens like that. But I mean, you can't give into it all the time. But that, that's right about that. Sometimes you have to stand up, put your chest out, grab your nuts, and say, "Hey, no, it's not gonna happen like that." You know, and she be like, "Oh," she just melt in your hand. Yeah, you can get some good coochie that night, probably. But you got to set up and do that. You got to set up and do that. I'm just saying. Y'all know I'm not telling you nothing that's not true. Right? Yeah. You're right. Man, we know. We be, we be off. We got that feeling. You know, we been a, took our showers, got good smelling, you know. Mama get in the bed and you know you start giving on her and she be like, ah, I got a I got a headache tonight, baby. You know you get upset about that, don't you? But what you do? You just roll over, and go to sleep. You be all right. You say, well, there's always tomorrow, right? See, that's good. I know some of y'all be talking about mm-hmm. you go to sleep. I got you. See, that would get y'all in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so yeah. But you know, your your wife, girlfriend, if you live cold, cold, habitating as they call it, you know, back in the day, the old folk called it shacking. If you're shacking, you know, you have to make sure that you show her respect, and she will show you respect. You know, it, it, it's just that simple. And then she would treat you as the quote unquote king of your castle. But if you're just laying on your legs behind, not doing nothing, uh, not trying to help with anything, then yeah, she, she ain't got she ain't got no love for you. She really don't. All right. Um, we got nine minutes left. Man, where did the time go, Pete? I don't even know. Yeah, Lord. All right, so, um, dang, I almost feel like we should do an, uh, another part of this show. Uh, Lee. Um, hey, y'all, if y'all want me to do another show like this, uh, part two, now you, hey, send me a message and let me know, and we'll schedule it. 
Because not 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 knowing who you are, you know, can cause calamity in any relationship. And then you tend to play the blame game, and you want to blame everybody else. You want to blame mama. You want to blame daddy. You know, you want to you want to blame everybody else for that which you should have done or taken care of your own self, rather than. Trying to play, as we say, trying to play the victim role. It's not that woman's fault. It's not that man's fault that, that, that you know, mama and daddy didn't love you. They did the best they knew how to do, okay, regardless of how good it was, of how bad it was. Now, it's up to you to decide where you go in your life, what you will and what you won't accept. See, and then and then you don't have to keep saying, "Well, my mama didn't love me. My daddy, my daddy wasn't there." Okay, okay, and what's your point? You know, just go for men and women. You know, I I I wish my daddy was in my life. Okay, he wasn't in your life. What are you gonna do? You gonna keep going? You gonna keep going from relationship to relationship, man to man, trying to you know say, "Oh, um." I just, I just, I just want my daddy in my life. Well, he's not gonna be in your life. And that man you're sleeping with, I'm, I, ho- I do successfully hope you, you, you not having an incestuous imagination, making your husband trying to make your husband your daddy. That's not right. And the same thing, man. You can't, you can't make your wife your mama. Get over it. Get past it. Be the men and women that God has created you to be. You know, know who you are. So that your relationship, you have healthy relationships and be in the place that you're supposed to be. Because at the end of the day, you know, how you treat that man, how you treat that woman, that husband, that wife, you don't have to answer for it. There is going to be accountability, whether you realize it or not. So let us endeavor to be the best that we know how to be. And if we don't know, learn, hell. It's not impossible. That's the end of my, you know, that's all I got. And remember, there's right. above this one world system. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. You know what? That's, that's some great stuff you just told now. It really is. And uh, I'm going to drop this little nugget here real quick, and then we're going to get out of here. Uh, men, you know, um, so let me go back to number four real quick, whining about life like a victim, okay? There's a difference between having a conversation with your mate about the things that have happened to you and whining about it, okay? It's okay to talk to your, 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 your significant other about, you know, you lost your job or you're having a hard time finding, you know, talk to them. But, we, you know, make sure that's what you're doing, talking to them, but you're out there trying. But when you just continue to, oh, man, I 
tell you, that cracker just don't want to take me in. And uh, nobody wants to hear that after a while. Nobody wants to hear that after a while. You know? And, you know, like the article said, eventually she'll start resenting you for that. No, she really, she really would. All right? So let's be men. Let's, let's do what we need to do, men. All right? And ladies, you do what you need to do. And I think everybody be happy in the long run. Now, of course, we did touch on the homosexual thing because I don't, I, I don't know even know how to approach that. Okay, um, and I'm not going to right now. Maybe another day, <laughs> another time. But uh, you know, I, I can't do nothing about that. So with that, I'm gonna say um, thank y'all for listening. Two two four. Thanks for hanging out. I see you. You've been hanging out 52 minutes with me. That's what I'm talking about. Eight seven zero. I see ya. All right, and everybody else that called in, thank you for hanging out. Uh, Shadow Warrior in the chat room, uh, and there's a guest eight zero seven. Yeah, thank y'all for hanging out as well. It's been fun. It's been a fun one. Um, uh, the uh, website will be updated probably by Wednesday. So if y'all did hear any part of the show, I'll upload it there, and you can listen to it there as well as um, check out video or whatever else I may have up there, okay? Uh, Programming note, there will not be a show this Friday due to a medical uh, appointment. I'm letting you know now, so don't look for it because I'm not going to be here. Uh, But we will be back next Monday, all right? Bring you something, uh, another great show, and just going to have some fun, I guess. All right? So with that being said, remember, keep smiling, show appreciation, give with open heart. But make sure you're forgiving yourself first. And the biggest, best thing, learn to laugh at at yourself. Because you can laugh at yourself, everything is gravy. But you know what? In a good relationship, honestly, you should be able to laugh at each other. You should be. Right, T? That's right. Definitely. Yeah. So, not only at yourself, learn to laugh at each other, okay? And everything is cool. So, with that being said, we going out of here with some Cut Loose by Paul Hartcastle, and I'll check everybody back here uh, next Monday. Oh, Lord, I didn't realize we're going into April already. Good Lord. Next Monday, April the 2nd. All right, so y'all have a great week, great weekend, and uh, we'll see y'all then. Until then, have fun. We out of here.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.